Hey everybody, this is Liliana Milleva and I'm excited to bring you Menopause Made Easy, a podcast designed to provide you tips and strategy to navigate the changes in woman's body, mind and spirit with more grace and ease. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you are updated of each episode release. All right, let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome for Menopause Made Easy. Today I have a wonderful guest with me, Mardi. She's a specialist and expert of divorce and relationship around divorce and she's helping women. I'm not sure if she works only with women or she helps also men. But today I would like to talk a little bit about women who are going through divorce during the perimenopause and menopause. Why that happened? Is that related with hormonal changes and changes in the life in general in a woman? Thank you, Juliana. It's really great to be here and to have a chance to talk with you again today. Let's explain a little bit of your background, how you start, what inspired you to work exactly in this niche with these people to help them with the divorce and how exactly you help. Sure. Okay. Well, wonderful. And to answer your question, I do only work with women. So I don't work with men. And my role now is as a divorce transition coach. So I really walk step-by-step with my clients through pretty divorce. What do you need to do? How do you get your mindset around going through a divorce? What do you need to focus on? What financial stuff do you have to have in place? What legal stuff? How do you hire an attorney? And then I really guide them, supporting them, helping them with that self-care, with understanding some of the stuff that's going on in the divorce, changes in routine, changes in life. There's some big decisions that women have to make in that time in the divorce. We talk a lot about preparing for mediation, but how do you take emotion out of some of the decisions that you're making, that kind of thing. And then I also support women immediately after the divorce, kind of getting back up on their feet and getting on their own. And I guess how I got started in this is kind of a long story, but I'm going to give you the short version of it. I was a teacher for many, many years and got involved in doing contract negotiations and working in a union. And then I went to the management side, got really fascinated with how to deal with conflict. So became a mediator. So I am a certified mediator or credential mediator, I'm sorry. And then I I ended up working for a long time, quite a while anyhow, for a woman's shelter as a domestic violence client advocate. So I worked with women who had left or were trying to leave very abusive situations and then started doing executive coaching along the way. So I was working with a lot of women in, in corporate America, corporate Canada, and even in the UK a little bit. And what I found is a lot of the issues that those women were having in the workplace was directly related to going through a divorce or not being happy necessarily in their relationship status and trying to make that decision and how that impacts the divorce. So then I started thinking, where would I be best able to help women? And given the background I'd had with doing the mediation and my experience with working with the the women who had been in abusive situations and doing a lot of stuff for the courts, I just thought I could really help women cut the emotional and financial costs of the divorce. So that became my focus. So I'm sorry, I guess that was kind of a long story. I apologize for that. No, it's a perfect, it's a perfect to a little bit know a little bit about the background and uh, your story and all, how you come to this 
idea to solve this problem. So the next question is, I'm really curious of how the emotional part of the divorce and uh, how you prepare the women with emotional stability and uh, mental health and how they can go through this in more peaceful way for them and more healthy way for them, if you like. Yeah, no, I love that idea. I love that thought of a healthier way to go through this. And that's kind of the way I approach it. And everybody's a little bit different. And I'm sure with your work, working with clients, you know that everybody's different. What works for one person doesn't work for the other person. So it's really giving them the time and space to explore different options. We do work on mindfulness. You know, I encourage my ladies to reach out and try meditation, try yoga. A lot of times we talk about self-care as being kind of three pillars, sleep, nutrition, and exercise. So what are they doing in that part of their life? And especially, and I use this term, the gray divorce person, which is people 50 plus, 45 to 50 plus that are going through a divorce. This can be a really big life changer at a time when your hormones are a little wacky. (laughs) You're not necessarily making really good decisions. And I've been through menopause for a while, but you know, it was that sense of being really confused, like kind of like a brain fog for me almost. And so I understand you have to make so many decisions in a divorce. So having somebody that you can bounce ideas off, you can discuss your options and you can get some honest feedback. You know, I think that that's really helpful. And my goal is always to support the women I work with whatever way it can. And sometimes it is saying, hey, if you're really experiencing a lot of these symptoms that can be worse when you're in stressful situations, what other professional might need to be involved? So a coach like you, Diliana, that helps women with menopause is sometimes the expertise that I don't have. So I could do kind of general stuff, but even letting women know, hey, there are other women that specialize in helping you through this difficult time and helping you get balanced and leveled out and things. And then when they feel good about themselves, when they're not experiencing like hot flashes and insomnia and mood swings and weird food things going on, you know, your whole body is changing. So you add the stress of having to make life decisions like a divorce. That's a powerful combination to try to deal with on your own. So Having support and even having people just direct you and say, hey, I know a professional that can help you with this really makes a difference. I like the idea about the feel good about yourself and uh, how important is actually they first to start feel good about themselves and start this self-care, gain this confidence before they take this step in their life. I think it's crucial because here's what I see, and I'm not trying to group everybody all together. But what I see a lot of is, especially women in their, say, late 40s to 60s and on that are going through a divorce, typically there's not minor children involved. So the kids are growing up and out on their own. But you have been a mom and you have been a wife and you may have a career as well. But most women, first thing you say, tell me about yourself. They say, I'm a mother, I have three kids, I have a husband and I have a job. Kind of kids, spouse and job are sort of the three things we identify. Well, if you go through a divorce, you still got your kids, but you don't have the family. You know what I mean? Some people associate divorce with breaking the family, even though the kids are growing. And then you're not going to have a spouse once you go through the divorce. Yes, you made your career, but is that going to be everything you need? So 
we start talking right off the bat about how do you see yourself after the divorce? What do you want to do that's different? You know, what does that look like? And it may be going to the gym. It may be, you know, traveling the world for six months. It doesn't matter what it is. It's that you have that sense of, I can move from where I am now to doing things I want to do and not feel bad about it because divorce happens. It's not pleasant and most people don't want to divorce, but it's not the worst thing in life. And it does give women opportunities to do things maybe they haven't had the time or the money or the space to do. So kind of taking advantage of that opportunity, I think really helps you feel good about what's going on. If it's possible, when they start to take this self-care, shift the perspective and mindset, implement this meditation and mindfulness to change their decision. I mean, in the beginning, they may be told that they are not understood, they are not supported, they don't feel uh, anymore the fulfillment and um, happiness in this relationship. Is it possible that when they start taking self-care, they change the mind and they decide to stay actually in the relationship and work to improve the relationship? I have had two clients that have really focused in on themselves, taking care of themselves and starting to make some positive changes in their life. And they are noticing that the relationship between them and their partner seems to be getting better. So, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about that and it's not uncommon for people to get into the divorce and decide to at least try some kind of reconciliation. So whether it's going to marriage and family counselors or therapists, or whether it's just working together, or they want to work with a relationship coach. I think if you feel that there's a chance to reconnect at any point in time in the divorce until you actually have a signed divorce paper, it's okay to say, hey, we need to just take a minute and work on this. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because When women, I think, or men feel confident about themselves, other people figure that out. So the partner all of a sudden goes, and it doesn't matter whether you're married to a man or woman, it makes no difference. The partner starts going, wow, this is a whole different you. Like You're more energetic, you're more positive, you're more confident, and you're more at peace with yourself. The conflict goes down and the opportunities to work together. So yeah, it happens. I always get so happy for people when they make that decision, you know, and for other people, divorce is absolutely the right decision. So it's an individual thing. But yeah, I see when people start really focused in on themselves, relationships sometimes get better. They sure do. Because I think self-love and self-respect also trigger uh, some other uh, respect from others and they start to see you in a different way. So if you start working with you first, then maybe the trigger is going to disappear. Maybe what you thought in the beginning, it's the reason to want this divorce or to break up. But now you, you see that maybe there's a chance or opportunity to a second chance or something to change. Or even if you decide just to stay friends, it's also the positive part of working on yourself. And do you use the mindfulness exercise and mindfulness a lot during the process that you help them? I really do. I have to admit, when I first heard about mindfulness, about 20 years ago, I started hearing stuff about mindfulness and meditation and yoga. And I was like, oh, this stuff does not work. (laughs) 
And then my husband actually passed away in 2017. And I, 55 years of age, started doing yoga, got into the breath work, got into doing mindfulness. And I got to tell you, it completely changed where I was mentally. You know, I was so stressed out. I'd been his caregiver for eight years. I was in menopause at that point in time, you know, just kind of couldn't quite get the whole year without having my period. So I was ending up getting kicked back into the year count over again. So it was all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And I can't tell you how different I felt within probably a few weeks of doing yoga, breathing, and mindfulness. And the studio I went to did all of those things in the classes. So And then I started doing mindfulness on my own and I'm dabbling in meditation now. I'm really trying to get better at meditating, but I notice a difference on days that I meditate and days that I don't. And I only do like three or five minutes. It's a very short period of time, but I notice a difference. I'm calmer. I make better decisions. I don't react. I respond. I give myself a moment to think, to make a decision, and then to present the information the way I want to present it, not like in a way I feel afterwards, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. (laughs) I can't believe I did that. So yes, we do the mindfulness stuff. And I encourage a lot of my clients to just even get on YouTube and look around, listen to different YouTube videos. They're free. And that gives you an idea of the kind of meditation or the kind of mindfulness exercises that resonate with you, what helps you. And then If they're interested in pursuing that, we start looking at, okay, who's somebody you'd want to work with like one-on-one or in group sessions or something like that. So I'm a firm believer in that. And I've got to tell you, if you'd asked me if I would be saying this 20 years ago, I would have said absolutely not. But it really does make a change in my life. And that's related with kindness, kindness towards yourself, kindness towards others. And the more you practice this mindfulness, this meditation, breathwork, yoga, the more peaceful you become and the more you start to be more kind to yourself and others. And then that can change your relationship too, so that you're going through divorce if you definitely decide to go through in more peaceful way. It's going to be more easy instead of fight, you just uh, start to talk and find a solution. So um, what you can say for a woman who listened to get inspired them to take these steps for self-care and to start to feel good about themselves? Well, I have got to say, if you are not doing self-care, you are doing self-harm. I really believe that. Like you're either helping yourself or you're hurting yourself. There's no neutral. And sometimes self-care is just looking at some of those habits we've got. Like, And I'm not picking at anybody, but if your way of coping is coming home every night and having a glass of wine, that's not a healthy habit. There's nothing wrong with a glass of wine, but if it becomes the way that you're dealing with stress, then it obviously is not healthy. If you're not eating right, if you're not getting enough sleep, you know, if you're not doing some kind of physical exercise, all of those things are going to harm you over time if you don't make little changes. And I heard this really cool comment, something like you only have to change something 1%, your body will notice a difference. So just cut one little thing out every day or add something healthier in and you'll really see a difference. Beautiful. Thank you to share with us and how people can work with you, reach out and do you work only one-on-one or you have a group coaching, how they can work with you? Right now, I only work one-to-one because I find that divorce is such a private issue. Most people don't want to talk about it in a group. So the best way to reach me is just 
hop on my website. There's a freebie there they can grab, 10 questions to ask before hiring a divorce attorney. And there's also a divorce quiz that's going to be on there that's going to help you pinpoint what your number one priority and focus should be going through the divorce. Yeah, I highly encourage everyone who think about going through divorce or decide really to go through, uh, to reach out to some experts like Mardi and find out how actually can go in a healthy way and preserve your sanity, <laughs> stay in a health yourself and really uh, find this peaceful resolution. Thank you so much, Mardi, to be with me today and share your expertise with our audience. Thank you, Diliana. It was my pleasure. Yeah, thank you everyone who listened us uh, every time and I see you next time again. Thank you for tuning into Menopause Made Easy. You can check out more episodes on Apple, Spotify, eHeart Radio and your favorite podcast apps. Check out the show notes for any website linked to this episode, including where to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications so you'll be updated of each episode release. And visit me at menopausesupportacademy.com for all podcast updates as well. Appreciate you dropping by.